بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. The Jum'ah Khutbah is an essential reminder that calls the believers every Friday to increase in taqwa, God consciousness. This series shares Jum'ah Khutbahs that take place at the Al-Maqasid Seminary. Inna alhamdulillah, hamdan yuafi ni'mahu wa yukafi umazidah. ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله التي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The all merciful, the all knowing, the most wise We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save the creator of the heavens and the earth, the possessor of the infinite attributes of majesty and beauty and perfection, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, is his final prophet and messenger who was sent to all of humanity. And he said of himself, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that truly I am a gift of mercy. May Allah's peace and blessings everlastingly shower our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam who guided us to all good and warned us of all evil and harm and guided us to the most beautiful character traits. May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him. My beloved elders, brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That this is the currency of the hereafter. That we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the provision of taqwa, with the provision of mindfulness of Allah jalla jalalu. And one of the greatest ways to cultivate and invest in taqwa is through love. All different types of love. And it is always something that is uplifting and beautiful to speak about love. But what we're talking about is really love in a very practical day-to-day -day sense. The love that we show one another. The love that we cultivate and engender at home between oneself and one spouse, for example. The love that we have in our gatherings and coming together as a congregation. This is one of the ways that we actually increase in taqwa and in drawing closer to Allah wa ta'ala. 
the Prophet Muhammad and in this there's a great lesson for all of us. When he first makes the migration to Medina al-Munawwara, when he migrates to Medina, one of the first things that he does after establishing and beginning the construction of his noble masjid is that he establishes these bonds of brotherhood between the muhajireen, those who migrated, and the Ansar, the people who are from Medina. That one of the cornerstones and building blocks of the Ummah are these bonds of brotherhood and sisterhood. That after we have the place of worship which directs us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and guides us in all of our affairs, the next thing that he established, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, are these bonds of brotherhood and sisterhood. And we are often reminded that the ummah is like one body, that we are like one body, and that whatever one part of the body experiences of difficulty or illness or sleeplessness, the rest of the body experiences that alongside of it. You're not separating yourself from one another. You can't partition yourself, and likewise, the connection between the believers needs to be the same or should be the same. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us of these bonds. He says in the Quran, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim Wal-mu'minuna wal-mu'minatu ba'duhum awliya'u ba'd Ya'muruna bil-ma'rufi wa yanhawna anil munkari wa yuqimuna as-salaa wa yu'tuna az-zakata wa yuti'una allaha wa rasoolah Allah says, the believing men and the believing women, the mu'minun and the mu'minat, they are allies of one another. They support one another. In a time where the more progress people make, the more they actually want to pit people against each other, subhanAllah. If there's something, a war between men and women, Allah tells us in the Qur'an, the believing men and the believing women are allies. They support one another. They help one another. And what is it that they say, support each other in? Allah says, They command what is good. They call each other to what is good. And they discourage and forbid what is evil and wrong. They establish the prayers and they give the zakat and they obey Allah and his messenger collectively. They strive to do so, that they have this uh, agreement among ourselves to uphold these ideals. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ula'ika Allah. They are those who Allah will give his mercy to. They will receive mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Truly, Allah is almighty and wise. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam further reinforcing this understanding of these bonds of love and connectedness. He tells us, salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi, مَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فِي تَوَادِّهِمْ وَتَرَاحُمِهِمْ وَتَعَاطُفِهِمْ مَثَلُ الْجَسَدِ that the likeness of the believers, and this is a beautiful uh, verb form in Arabic, in their mutual expression of love. What does that mean? Is that 
they express love both ways. The Prophet ﷺ, he encouraged that if you love someone, you love another brother, and it's a brotherly love, and it's a, a pure type of love, that you inform that person to say to them, I love you for the sake of Allah, and that it be expressed and inshallah reciprocated. In their mutual love that is expressed, and their mutual mercy, that they make excuses for another. They feel bad when someone is going through a difficulty. They express mercy if someone falls short. They don't kick them while they're down. And compassion, the mutual compassion, is like one body. If one part of the body feels an illness, the rest of the body experiences that fever and sleeplessness. This goes back to love. The first thing the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, informs us of is love. So we have to ask ourselves, how much love and respect and mercy and compassion do I afford other believers? Now, it's very easy in today's world to always think about me. How do other people treat me? That's not a growth mindset. That's not how you actually improve yourself. You're always thinking about your own rights, but to think about the rights of others. Am I fulfilling my spouse, my child, my brother, my sister? Am I fulfilling their rights? And if not, how can I improve even just a little bit? Someone might say, well, there's so many rights that I have to fulfill. Think about one relationship and start there. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will assist you, inshallah ta'ala. You see the messenger of Allah, salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi, he inculcated this deeply in the hearts of the Sahaba. To love for others. To prefer others over oneself. Even if there might be a need. When the migrants, when the muhajirin came to Medina, and the reason why this is really important for us to think about this is that this is the turning point of the ummah. When the Prophet ﷺ made that hijrah, it was a historical shift. That's why Sayyidina Umar he made our understanding of time and history uh, revolve around before the hijrah and after the hijrah. It was a momentous, significant event. And the first thing that the Prophet ﷺ does after building the masjid is establishing and cementing these bonds of love. And one of the things that we know about the shaitan is that the number one thing that he focuses on is separating people and sowing the seeds of discord. The exact opposite of love. So we really have to dedicate time and thought and effort into deepening the bonds of love. The Prophet ﷺ with the Sahaba, you would see when the Muhajirin came to Medina, they had nothing. And the Ansar, everybody's trying to make ends meet. That's the nature of Hayatul Dunya, the life of this world. With that being said, they would give half of what they had in order to support their brothers and sisters in faith. That it translated into a real sacrifice and a real expression of love and care. And these people are not even from the same tribe. This is a big shift in their understanding and in their worldview. 
but because their hearts were colored with iman. Because they soaked up light directly from the best of creation, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, they were transformed by love. And this is what we need. I'm speaking to myself. This is what we need. And this is what the world needs. We live in a time of such selfishness where people might not even care about their own family members, their own parents, and so forth, that we need that same transformative experience of iman that we taste mahabba, so that we taste this love. We need to commit ourselves at whatever level we're at, whether it's through gift giving. The Prophet ﷺ, he taught us to tahabbu, give each other gifts and it will deepen that love. Love will grow from gift giving. Even just that consideration, oh, you went and traveled somewhere and you brought back a gift, you thought about me, it deepens that love. It's beautiful. And this is something that is central in our deen. Not just being a nice person, this is related to iman. Giving each other gifts, saying salam to one another. And Salatul Jum'ah is one of the best times. And alhamdulillah, we do that. But making an effort to say salam, going out of your way. Maybe the shaitan has tried to sow those seeds of discord where you say, I don't want to say salam to that person. I'm just going to act like I don't see him. That's how the wasawas take place inside. You say, no, a'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim that's exactly the person I should be saying salam to, that I should be making an effort in order to fulfill the right of Islam that others have upon me, in order to plant those seeds of mahabba, of love, and uproot the ugly uh, roots of hasad, envy, and not liking one another, and discord, which is the work of the shaitan. So we have to commit ourselves to that. And when we do that, then inshallah, we can begin to experience levels of love and taste the sweetness of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the salihin. And it opens up doors of potential. But we have to start even within our own spheres, the people closest to us, our own spouse, even telling our children that we love them and spending quality time with them. That's extremely important. What's going to get us through this onslaught of kufr that is coming our way if we are not anchored and rooted in mahabba? And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq. But you see this in all of the interactions of the Prophet That he would make people feel valued and honored. And he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he had this amazing ability to find, even if it was difficult, to find good qualities within people and be able to bring them out. If we think about the Sahabi who had a problem and he was going through it where he would become intoxicated and they would, they would punish him and it happened time and time again. One of the Sahaba, he cursed that man. What's wrong with this person? And that's how sometimes we think we're intelligent when we're doing, oh man, I got them figured out. I can tell you right now, give up on that person. They're useless because I'm so smart and I can, I can tell the future. That's not the way of the Prophet 
So when he put down that, and he did something wrong, but he put him down, not the sin. He didn't differentiate. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, don't assist the shaitan against your brother. What's it going to do to him when he hears that you said that about him? I have no hope. Even my own brothers are turning against me. I might as well give up. No, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, he loves Allah and his messenger. Yes, he has a shortcoming. Yes, this is a serious area he needs to work on, but he's not all bad. We're not going to take that one thing and disregard any good within that individual. He loves Allah and his messenger. La ilaha illallah. And some of the scholars commenting on that, particularly the people of spiritual realization, they say because when a person has love in their heart, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives that such great value that Allah will change their state, inshallah ta'ala. Because of the, the loftiness and the preciousness of mahabba, of love. He loves Allah and his messenger. Allah took him out of that state. So this is something that we have to cultivate and we have to commit our lives to. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. وَاللَّهُ يَقُولُ وَقَوْلُهُ الْحَقُّ الْمُبِينَ وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ وَقَالَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ إنما المؤمنون إخوة فأصلحوا بين أخويكم واتقوا الله لعلكم ترحمون. Allah subhanahu wa taala says the translation of which is the believers are brothers. So make peace between your two brothers, reconcile between two people, and be mindful of Allah so that you may be given mercy. بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وأجارنا من خزيه وعذابه الأليم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدينا ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Seek Allah's forgiveness indeed he is forgiving and merciful إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله La ilaha illallah. I will leave you with some practical advice directly from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. And there are many ahadith in which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam guides us to things that if we do them, they will engender love between our hearts. In this hadith narrated by Al-Bayhaqi, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, there are three practices that will keep sincere your brother's love for you or your sister's love for you in the case of women. The first is greeting him when you see him. Is even just 
going out of your way. We're all busy. We all have things on our mind. But we should be present in the moment so that when we see someone, we take the time to say salam to them and to greet them. That's something that removes any barriers between us so that it will engender and deepen that love. The second is making room for him in gatherings. Let's say, for example, it's Salat al-Jum'ah. MashaAllah, the room is full. Someone walks in and you scoot over a little bit just to make room for them. Or you're in a gathering of remembrance and it's filled, but you have the consideration and you say to a friend of yours, I'm going to make room for, I will inconvenience myself so that you can have a space. That person will feel, MashaAllah, SubhanAllah, look at how kind that was, how considerate that was. It will deepen the love. And then the third is calling him by the most endearing of names. This is something that needs a little bit of uh, a cultural shift so that we can introduce it into our society. But in Arab cultures, they would call people by all different types of names or their kunya. They would call them by, oh, father of the name of their oldest child or mother of the name of their oldest child out of respect and so forth. But we need to find ways of actually highlighting the good things in people and calling them by the most endearing of names, which once again solidifies their own sense of value and respect and dignity and creates that love between us. So we should say salam to one another, speak positively, uplift one another, look for the good qualities in each other and find ways of expressing love in a multitude of ways. And in all of that, Seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love and the love of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wa akthiru min al-salati wa salami ala al-bashir al-nadhir al-siraj al-munir sayyidina muhammadin fa inna allaha amarana bi amrin bada'a fihi bi nafsih wa thanna bil malaikati al-musabbihati bi qudsih wa ayaha bil mu'minina ta'mima faqala mukhbiran wa amiran lahum takrima إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah and his angels bless the Prophet O oh, you who believe, bless him too and send him salutations of peace O oh Allah, send your peace and blessings upon the Prophet, his family and companions, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, especially the four rightly guided khulafa, our masters, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, and Ali. May Allah be well pleased with all of them. And upon the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's family, his wives and his companions, and all who follow in his path, ya arhamar rahimin, and may we be included among them and with them. By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and generosity. Allahumma aghfir lil muslimina wal muslimat wal mu'minina wal mu'minat. Allahumma la tada'lana dhanban fi maqamina hadha illa ghafarta wala hamman illa farrajta wala hajatan hiya laka rida illa qadaytaha ya arhamar rahimin. Rabbana la tuzigh gulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wahab lana min ladunka rahma. ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما أو الله يا ودود يا رحمن أو oh, all loving and most merciful we ask you يا الله 
that you make us ambassadors of pure and life-giving love that, that leads to you and guides to you, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you immerse our community in love and our families in love and our homes in love, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you reconcile between the hearts and that you deepen the bonds of brotherhood and sisterhood, Ya Akram Al-Akrameen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you make us reflections of the light of your noble prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alihi Wa Wasallam, and sources of positivity and restoration and good and healing in the world, Ya Akram Al-Akrameen, Wa Ya Arham Al-Rahimeen, Ibad Allah, Inna Allah Amara Bi Thalathin Wa Naha An Thalath, Inna Allah Ya'muru Bil Adli Wal Ihsani Wa Ita'i Dhil Qurba, وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.